Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode, yes, I got it right, of Weeby Geeks. It is Brett, Derek, and myself, Mike. Wait, we don't do issues? No. Mighty Marvel Geeks has issues. We have issues. <laughs> yeah. we, we have issues, but Mighty Marvel Geeks has issues because there's issues over there. Yes. And don't read too much into that. <laughs> Seems like issues all around. Yep. 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 So, um, semi-busy week, I guess. Yeah. A lot of, uh, lot of stuff going on, especially with all the uh, shows and stuff on hiatus. It's getting thin out there, but we got the movie season coming up oh yeah yep and it's uh it's gonna it's gonna take an interesting turn mm-hmm. so um biggest news has been han solo <laughs> they lost their directors last week with um ron howard being announced as the new director and I'll just say things are getting interesting <laughs> they really are indeed I mean and listening to a talk radio show morning talk radio show this morning and they were talking about um, I, they have one of the main people from um, Coliseum of Comics which is a, a comic book shop franchise here in the Orlando area. They, there, there's one of the people on the show is a, she calls herself Blogging Molly. Gee, her name's Boy, Molly. You. Change the B to an F and you got Flogging Molly, but mm-hmm. um, she, she was talking about how the, the reason why Miller and Lord got let go is because they were turning Han Solo into an Ace Ventura type of character. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. Ooh. Yeah. I love the Ace Ventura movies, but not for Han Solo. No. It does not fit Han. I don't know. No. So... So, of course, before we started recording, I read you guys a Facebook post, and I'm not going to mention the guy's name because I don't want to give him credit. I will just say you can find this post in the Star Wars Podcast Alliance, Uh, but the original post was, Ron Howard is going to be the kiss of death for the solo film. Lucasfilm is playing it safe when they should be taking risks. It seems that they are more interested in turning a profit than fostering creativity. Okay, well, when it's your lead actor who's playing the lead character, a.k.a. Han Solo, that goes to Lucasfilm, basically to Kathleen Kennedy and Lawrence Kasdan, and said, uh, things aren't right. (laughs) 
I don't think my character should be this way. Um, I think you got a problem? <laughs> yeah, I would say so. It sounds like it's becoming a dumpster fire of uh, flash proportions. <laughs> yeah. And that's just sad because Han Solo is like an iconic, one of the most iconic characters in film. Yeah, yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah. Well, um, according to the com, and of course, there's been articles from the Hollywood Reporter. Um, l- one, Lucasfilm decided to hire an acting coach well into the film's production in order to get a performance the studio felt Lord and Miller were not getting from uh, Alden Enreich. Mm. I mean, Jim um, Carrey? <laughs> the, the late stage hire was part of a series of replacements and additions made by Lucasfilm to try and improve production, including replacing the project's editor, Chris Dickens, with longtime Ridley Scott collaborator Pietro Scalia. Scalia. Mm. Um. Despite these changes, the directors were reportedly still unable to reconcile their improvational style, their improv style, that they had used on prior films, like 21 Jump Street. Uh, Maybe that was a clue that this was not the the right place. (laughs) Um, I mean, these two have done probably, you know, Lego Batman movie. Right, which was good. It was the way it was. It's it. These care. You want to put these two? Okay. You you want these two care two guys to do a Star Wars film? Maybe they could do a Lego Han Solo movie. Yeah. <clears throat> Be willing to pull out of the the legacy of Dark Horse Comics and make Tag and Bink canon. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I, mm, I don't know if I could see that as a movie, but maybe like a a show or something. Yeah. But at this point in time, if you're going to do a comedic Star Wars film, Han Solo 1 is not it. No. I no. turn around and ask my wife. Her opinion of what if Han Solo was an Ace Ventura type character? If you could see the face I'm getting from her, <laughs> you would think that she was my daughter and she just pooped her diaper when she was little. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> when I heard the comparison that th- it was a Ace Ventura type feel with the character, yeah, there's some comedic moments with Han Solo in the films, some whimsical moments. But yeah, but they come natural. But there's no, but there's no butt talking. <laughs> could, could you imagine right. Han Solo going up to to Jabba's palace? But come on, Jabba, can I ask you a question? Uh, yeah, no. If he ever did that, I would hope Chewie would turn around and give him a f- furball right up the left side. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Okay, I, I'm. I don't know if I'm ranting or not, but we're we're going good. Okay, I'm officially being told by the wife I'm ranting. So, 
But she says no, it really valid. grinds my gears. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Where did it go? Where did it go? You guys know I have it. I've played it. I need to reorganize this. <laughs> we have a special uh, segment. It's not gone. Sorry. The wife's talking in the background. <laughs> it's here somewhere. I think Ron Howard has had success, and I think I would trust him with it. Oh, yeah. A lot more than uh, the two jokers that were on there. Yeah, no kidding. Howard, I would trust. I mean, Mm -hmm. worst case scenario, worst case scenario, and we know it's not going to happen. What would we get? Han Solo walking in, tugging on his vest and going, hey. (laughs) Solo Fonzie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it, yeah. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> Ten minutes later, I guess better late, late than never. It's still worth it. It's still worth playing. Um, I mean, so now, um, here, here's here's another kicker though. Lawyers also told the rap that unless a financial agreement had been made between Lucasfilm and Lord and Miller at the time of the split, something that may have happened given the joint statement announcing Lord and Miller's departure, there may be negotiations over how much Miller and Lord are owed over performance bonuses. On top of that, they could still end up with director's credits for the film. Huh. Wow. All right, well. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, at this point in time, it's, what do you do? Um, so, do you think maybe it's uh, the Star Wars universe getting a bit, bit too big? No, I don't think so. No, no. I mean, it it was getting too big with all the expanded universe, but yeah, as far as the books, you mean? Yeah, yeah, well, and the just, comics and the, yeah. And, and see, to me, that's this is you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> expanded universe loyalists who don't no, realize no. that everything that they consider expanded universe. A quarter of it, Lucas did not consider expanded universe and not canon. More than a quarter, almost all of it. Well, original. Well, he he acknowledged it for the fact of making it was putting money in his pockets, but he sure, he, but. Ne- he never declared anything truly canon. No, other than Shadows of the Empire, which didn't that, that brought us Thrawn, right? Heir to no. the Empire. No, that was yeah, uh, that was Heir to the Empire. Yeah, but I thought he always considered Thrawn part of canon too. That yeah, that was a a likely possibility. Well, I did bring him maybe his, but... his canon now. I guess with uh, rebels, yeah. yeah, supposedly that's canon. Yeah, and of course, who brought him back? Who did they go to to bring him back? Timothy's on the creator, right. uh, the creator anyway. Mm-hmm. So, and I believe he was partially instrumental for for rebels on how how to use him for rebels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and of course there was. When they were bringing them back for Rebels, you know, the book was being written. So, I mean, there was a lot of backstory they were pulling from the book to help. Yeah. Um, oh, what else was pulled from from canon or from the previous? Oh, there was something else. Yeah. We've talked about this, too, over on Wookiee Radio. 
um, there was something else in, in canon that that was previously expanded universe that was brought over. Oh, I'm trying to think of what it was. I'm drawing a blank. Curse my old man memory. <laughs> Hi, welcome to, to another ep- check the tapes. <laughs> Hi, welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It's oh wait, but we we've done that, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> um, Short-term memory gone. Yeah. Long-term memory going. Mm-hmm. Um. So, do I trust Kathleen Kennedy? Yeah. Someone who's been around Harrison Ford for a long enough time? I, I, w- I would think so. Just a wee bit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, all this, you, would, you know, the way everyone's treating this, they would have thought Kathleen Kennedy was Darth Vader. Oh, the evil, evil Sith Lord is taking her ball and going home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just wants to make sure that it's treated responsibly and yep. she can't blame her. But that evil, okay, maybe not Kathleen Kennedy, but the reference almost became a reference in another film. It did indeed. Now, recently, a little movie came out this year called Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Never heard, Never heard of it. Heard of it. <laughs> it was an indie film. You, you know, you just, uh, it, it, it was direct-to-video. Smart health piece. <laughs> Do they even have that anymore? <laughs> Um, but anyway, so in the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, uh, you got chicken in that bottle over there, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, no, nothing, nothing. Uh, anyway, so yeah. <laughs> so so. Darth Vader, the most famous villain in Star Wars history, came pretty close to making a cameo appearance, appearance, well, maybe I am a little drunk, in Guardians (laughs) of the Galaxy as an action figure. Could totally see that. That takes place in the right uh, time. Well, yeah, see, it was going to be that uh, we would see Star-Lord not knowing that he was human in his mask, and then at one point, his Earth-based heritage is going to be revealed by means of a Darth Vader action figure. Uh, (laughs) They were going to have him, basically, they were going to have him pick up a Darth Vader action figure and say, what's this? But uh, James Gunn didn't like that idea, and he decided instead to, uh, he pitched the the idea, a better idea. It says, to make a long story short, James Gunn was basically like, I got a better idea. What if he had a Walkman and listened to music? And it was like, oh, that's a million times better, because the Star Wars thing was just a nerdy reference in a single moment. And obviously, the conceit of the music redefined the entire movie. Oh, yeah, the soundtrack well, the, is The Walkman's great. Like the- the the Walkman's the thread for the for all the fo- you know for both films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, and that could have been a Darth Vader action figure. It, the Walkman's the glue that holds the pants up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think it. I think it went. I think it went back into the prison for his Darth Vader action figure. I know, right? I don't know. Something connected we, to his it, mom and everything else like that. If it was, if it was double telescoping, yeah. Well, the other thing is, they wanted to do it as like he didn't know what Darth Vader was, so what you know that would be kind of Star Lord didn't, no, or unless they're. But yeah, so that would that would have totally changed the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, I love the the Walkman and 
has so, so just, much meaning. Just one more reason uh, why James Gunn was such a genius when making this movie. Mm-hmm. Now, it mentions, which which is interesting, um, if you recall, there's a troll doll in the movie that was used. Uh, so they could have used the Darth Vader instead of the troll doll. They could have. I mean, as yeah. one of... Uh, Supposedly, when was he taken by, by Yondu? I thought it was... I want to say 1980, but that might be that might not be right. Alrighty, time to go to the Wikipedia. Because the- where's Siri when I need her? Well, Siri. <laughs> Siri's always listening. No, she's not. Okay, so plot. 1988. Following his mother's oh. death, a young Peter Quill is abducted by from Earth by the Ravengers, a group of space pirates led by Yondu Yudonta. So, 88? Ye- that would have been the after? What? Well, the Kenner figures ended in 85. Yeah. But they're still, still being repackaged. Mm-hmm. That dog's going to get repackaged. Um... I think I think they could have still had it in there somewhere. Yeah, little Darth Vader yeah. figure. That would have been it, fun. It still, it still would have been around because that's that was around the time you started seeing them in KB Toys repackaged as a. You know, you were still seeing a lot of the powers of the Force stuff being thrown around. It was a lot of repackaging. Wow, KB Toys that brings back some memories. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. <laughs> back when it actually used to be malls. Did, yeah. Did I just age us big time? Uh, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sorry. <laughs> um, back in my day. Get off my lawn, you kids. They would be in that same aisle as the the real Ghostbusters figures. <laughs> now am I starting to age you? Um, I don't know what you're talking about. The, the, the Playmates Star Trek figures. <laughs> Oh, now I'm starting to age it. Uh, No, Magos was done by that point. Uh, Trying to think, what else was out? G.I. Joe was still... Was He-Man? He-Man was still around. Yeah. 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 Although they were were both in their uh, later stages. Street Mm -hmm. Sharks. When they... Oh... But still, I mean, you you had Star Wars, but I mean, it wasn't there wasn't really anything new coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me take a look at. I'm gonna shoot that dog. <laughs> Rebelscum.com. Wait, why did I do that? Want to open that in a new new window? Um. Okay. Photo archive. Kenner. Mini figs. 77, 79, 80, Empire Strikes Back, uh, 81, 82, 83, 84, Power of the Force, 84, Power of the Force, 85. Yeah, so 85 is when the last new stuff came out. So, she's driving me nuts. Uh, Hasbro didn't start taking <laughs> over with everything until 95. So a 10 year gap. So, so what you did see at like KB Toys was just overstock of all these figures that weren't selling. Oh, yeah. Nothing new got produced. And when I say overstock of not selling, that's when you 
every now and then saw the Tri logo Power of the Force, or they did Power of the Force with the coin stuff. Oh, like yeah, that. I remember that. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just one of those things. Yeah, it would have been the you had Hasselhoff in there too. So def- there's definitely some uh, nods to the eighties already, and the and the movie. Yeah. I, oh I, yeah. I, I thought it was f- funny that it was referenced Night Rider, mm-hmm. but yet A Team was around at that time. There was nothing with A Team. Yeah, Riptide. Well, okay. Who wants to who wants to acknowledge? Uh, I love the show. Airwolf. I love the pink. I love the pink helicopter. But. <laughs> Um, yeah, Airwolf. Airwolf was a good one, too. Oh, yeah, Airwolf was awesome. Was MacGyver too soon? Was that too no, soon for MacGyver? Uh, no, I think it was around then. Did they make... Was it Blue Thunder? Was that the name of the movie with the helicopter yes. in it? Yes. yes. Did, did they make a, a TV show of that or not? I thought they did, but I'm not I positive. Th- I, I thought there was. Mm, That's po- maybe. To IMDb. Oh, away we go. I don't know how we got down this rabbit hole. <laughs> because we're talking about... Yeah, it's a TV series, 1984. Okay. Oh, there she goes again. Lasted for one season. Really? Just one season? Yep. <laughs> yeah, it didn't last long. No. Yeah, Boy, they had all the, uh, they had, listen to this cast, Dana Carvey, Dick Buttkiss, oh. Bubba oh. Smith. <laughs> oh. <laughs> James Burns, you know. Special. Yeah. That was 11 episodes that went, it almost seems like a flying A-team type thing with the, you got the funny guy, you got the, the big sports guys. Always got to have the funny guy. Yeah, like face. Now we got, now we got to mm-hmm. look forward on, on YouTube if it's there. <laughs> so, but but you know, yeah, but th- go ahead. Oh no, I just go ahead. Well, I, I was going to poorly segue into there were, what references was there to to the UK? There really wasn't. Uh, yes, we have uh, Captain Britain might be coming to life on the screen, according to President of Marvel Studios Kevin Feige, and he's supposed to be uh, a counterpart of Captain America and outplayed by Chris Evans, although uh, his his origin story is a lot different than Captain America, and he started in 1976, and he was uh, in a motorcycle accident, Brian named Brian, and his name was Brian Braddock, and he was granted his powers by Merlin and his daughter after a near-fatal near motorcycle accident, and he's been in the interactor with Marvel Heroes, he's been in the Avengers, um, what was that comic with uh, Mike Crawler? Excalibur. Excalibur, yeah, that was, that was my first expo- exposure to him. I like Captain, Captain, Captain Britain. Yeah. What about, what about Captain Canuck? <laughs> I like him, too. Not as big a fan of Captain Underpants, but... No. <laughs> He's also the brother of Psylocke. Ah, uh, yes. From the X-Men. Yeah, they said okay. it's uh, not a surprise and interest in the character, given what a potentially lucrative gig a part of the MCU can be. Captain Britain is a perfect mix of grounded and mystical elements, which the franchise has already been touching on with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange. Ah, yes. I'd like to see him in, in the MCU. That'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just going to be tough to uh, fit him in with all the... They've got uh, eight films, including Homecoming 2, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Doctor Strange 2, Black Panther 2. Mm. Uh, so it might take a while before we see Captain Britain. 
Unless they throw him in Infinity War, that would be kind of neat. Yeah, or at least a cameo or something. Yeah. I will say, to my displeasure, James Gunn has adamantly confirmed there is not a Howard the Duck movie in the works. As much as he loves the character, there is not a Howard the Duck movie in the works. He said... The, the whole purpose of Howard at the time, it, it's, Howard was almost a political statement or social social statement. With the MCU as it is, Howard has no place except at, in the cameo roles in, in Guardians. Uh, mm-hmm. A full a full feature with Howard has no has no place in the in the shows at this time. That was a great cameo in uh, the second one too. Yeah. Oh yeah. At the bar. I didn't know that was Molly Quinn from uh, Castle that was his date that he is with. Yeah, I did not know that. Well, it's Seth, yeah. it's Seth Green that's the, the voice of Howard. Yeah. Yeah. It took me a while to realize that he played did the voice of a Joker in uh, Mass Effect, the the first few Mass Effects. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, played the, he played the pilot. Yep. Yeah. I, I always know his voice right away when I hear it. Mm-hmm. Oh. So... Well, I guess that moves on, moves me on, because we're going to keep going further east. And Warner Bro- is Warner Brothers planning a Superman Red Sun live action film? Of course, this is an this is an Elseworld story, and I say if they plan this, well, let's let's get through through this article. This is coming from CBR.com. Um. News is that the studio is shopping the project to potential filmmakers. Uh, came, uh, this news came in a Twitter exchange between Miller and Kong Skull director Jordan Voigt Roberts, who said he unsuccessfully pushed his own take on Red Sun. The writer divulged that the tw- 2003 Elseworld story is being shopped to directors, with Roberts adding that he had unsuccessfully pitched the project. Um, his Twitter post was at Mr. Mark Miller. This thread has given me tangential pangs of what could have been for the version of Red Sun I pitched that will sadly never get mo- get made. Oi. Uh, whereas his reply was, did you hear that? Maybe he was responding to, um, he, he was responding to oh. Mark Miller's, uh, did you hear WB pitching directors Red Sun? Two, di- two diff pals in the, in the last two months. This is truly Putin's America. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Of course, Mark Miller is one of the writers of this. So, uh, so that was Miller's reply to, to Jordan. And his reply back is, wait, really? Because I pitched it to them months ago and was told no. It's the most punk rock thing the DCEU could do in my mind. Hmm. So I guess he was trying to pitch it as part of the DCEU instead of a standalone film. Um, Miller said, Timu Bekmambatov, who adapted Wanted, also was also offered a look at the property, but the directors he re- referred to were American. Uh, the writer said he was very, he was wary of seeing this adapted, uh, but Jordan, Jordan Voigt Roberts is a genius and would make me less nervous. He maintained, though, that his choice would be they didn't make it. Um, 
and he kind of released a statement to Den of Geek and goes, is this something they're generally planning? I have no idea. I got pals at Warner Brothers, but never discussed it with them. I think they're just going through their back catalog of books and hoping to lure in good directors as opposed to any particular in as opposed to any particular interest in developing Red Sun. There's always 50 conversations for every comic book movie that gets made. And as far as I know, this is something that is very much a con- at the conversation stage. Uh, Ro- Voight Roberts has long been attached to Metal Gear Solid's live action adaption, adaptation. Um, so... Um, because when I was pitching Red Sun, I wasn't even convinced you needed Ben Affleck and Harry Cavill. Uh, he wrote, public understanding in the medium has evolved. I think we could sustain a main shared universe and offshoots with the alternate takes on characters and different actors existing simultaneously. I say, if you do that and you bring an Elseworld story to the big screen, then I want my um, I want my Gotham by Gaslight movie. <laughs> that could be interesting. I don't know. I don't know if people are ready for a Red Sun live action film, though. I think it'd be great animated. Uh, definitely, definitely would be great animated. And that's what I I've always been told about my view of wanting Gotham by Gaslight. Be great animated. That's mm-hmm. fine. I I would love to see it as a one shot, not related to any type of continuity for anything else. It's an Elseworld book. I would love to mm-hmm. see it. I would love to see Gotham by Gaslight live action. I think it'd be great, especially since it has Sherlock Holmes in it. If you were to possibly get Cumberbatch or Robert Downey Jr. as Sherlock Holmes, a character that people are an actor people are already familiar with in that role. Mm-hmm. Nothing, you know, and then if you did Affleck as Batman or Christian Bale or Michael Keaton, it's an Elseworld story. You could bring back a person who was the role. If you're going to bring in a Robert Downey Jr., the story the story means nothing. It's just a throwaway. It, it has nothing to do with with the DC the DCEU. It just doesn't. Yeah, but I just said you. I think you just uh, hit it on nail on the head there. It's a throwaway story. Yeah, exactly. So I, so I don't know if they would, if they're gonna spend money on yeah doing something like that. Yeah, if, if it's not, definitely. And, and this is where um, where I agree with others. It doesn't do anything to further advance the current path of the DCEU. Right. You know why put out why put out a movie that the he- that's not related. Mm-hmm. So. You want to do Red yeah, Sun? Right. Tie him in with Flash. Tie him in with Supergirl. And it's part of another Earth world. No, Earth, whatever. So, yeah, that's why I don't think it, you'd ever realistically ever see any of those as as an actual film. No. Red Sun or Gotham by Gas or any of the Elseworlds. Because they, yeah. they're just, they're great stories and they're a lot of fun. But they're not, I don't think people, like, one thing they want to do is have people that are, not you know the mainstream public go see these movies and i don't think they're going to be interested in these kinds of stories like we would be right because they're different than the normal characters of how they're used to seeing them right yeah i don't think they i don't think they would get it i don't think you know they wouldn't understand why is superman a russian (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. What's that? I don't want to see that. Why is he Russian? Right. Because his, his spacecraft landed in Russia, not in Smallville. Right. It, we know that. But <laughs> right, yeah. D- DC's Elseworld is the equivalent of Marvel's What If. Exactly. And I wouldn't expect to see movies based on What If either. They got pretty dark in those What If stories. Yeah. I, I love the What If stories. Yeah. I wish they would bring that back as a regular series. Mm-hmm. What if Black Panther was actually a dog character? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's deep, uh-huh. That's really deep. Mind blown. <laughs> what if What if Dupe was actually a living pile of poo? <laughs> he was Pooh Bear? What? <laughs> <laughs> no. I didn't say that, did I? So, um, well, as m- I think we're all in agreement with Miller. No, just say no. Yeah. But we still have more Warner Brothers news, and this is good news. I'm happy for this. Yes. Yes, me too. I think uh, Young Justice have only having two seasons was a travesty. Yeah. That but was, as we talked about it a while ago, and it was announced in 2000, November 2016 and confirmed when Warner Brothers announced plans for a DC-themed streaming network. For many fans, this is a true confirmation that a third season of Young Justice, titled Young Justice Outsiders, is indeed happening. Yeah. And it's going to be on their streaming service. Um, and the good news was recently somewhat inadvertently announced at AwesomeCon by voice actor Nolan North, who does the voice of Superboy in the series. Yeah. And he uh, kind of said that he can't believe it, that uh, they've they've uh, finally filmed the uh, done with the fifth episode. So we've got at least five. Sweet. Wow. Now, unfortunately, we're not going to see this until, what, 2018? Late 2018? Yeah, they don't give a release date. Yeah, the, the streaming service isn't even supposed to happen until almost 2018. Because they're mm-hmm. talking late 2018, early 2019 for uh, um, the Titan series that's coming on. Yeah, yeah that's something else I'm looking forward to, too, if they do that right. If they the do that right. Titans. Yeah. Wish they would be on the WB. Now, supposedly, um, the producer was a... RCW, Bert- I mean. Bertarelli? Is that who it is? He, sure. Uh, yeah. He's the, he's the executive producer for for the Arrow for the Arrowverse. He he's supposedly doing. He's involved with Titans as well. So, oh, that's good. So there's hope. Yeah. There's major hope. I love that character. I'm sorry. What major hope? <laughs> major hope, yeah. <laughs> I'm major hope. <laughs> All right, that's that just takes me back to flashbacks to when Hugh Morris did his became a. Oh, what was this character? Major some. Oh, the valet was a, a bikini model. Her name was Major Guns. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> am I am I dating? I can't be the only one who remembers this. It's the WCW days. Oh, what was his? The actual wrestler is Bill DeMont. What was his name? Uh, General E. Rection. <laughs> was it? <laughs> And then, and nice. the, na- the name the name of his stable at the time was called Misfits in Action. Um. Wait, yeah, yeah, Misfits in Action. You know, M I A, which all, all the character. 
These ex-New Blood members, including Chavo Guerrero Jr. and Booker T, formed the comedic Misfits in Action stable. Uh, the members. And they all had military-ish names. Uh, it was Captain or General Hugh G. Erection. Um, Booker, Booker T. Booker T. Mm. as G.I. Bro. <laughs> wow. Um, Van Hammer was Private or Major Stash. <laughs> Private Stash. Then you had a you had a a nitro or an NWO girl named Major Guns. Uh, Chavo Guerrero Junior was Lieutenant Loco. Uh, Speaking character. of uh, the bad wrestling, have you guys checked out uh, Glow? Oh, uh, no, I haven't watched it yet. Oh. I watched the first episode. I was funny. I have it's watched funny. the series. The series uh, the is whole great. Thing? Yes, it's only oh, ten. I episodes. can't wait to start watching it. Ten episodes. Now I'm on vacation next week, so maybe I'll start watching it. If 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 you get into that, also watch um, the documentary about gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Oh yeah, I'd like to check that out. That so is the show supposed to be uh, true or based on true stories or, or not? No, the only thing true about it is there was a wrestling show called Glow. Okay, that's it. Okay, I didn't that's know if it. that was. None right. of the none of the characters are are factual to the original series. Okay. Um, the championship belt was no belt; it's the crown, and they they use they they have the crown in the series. Um, but the whole principle behind it of how it was started is used as the basis for the show. Okay. That there they were they hired women, couple were wrestlers, couple were not to. To make up the uh, to make up the cast, so that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to see it. But if you want to know, like I said, if you want to know the true happenings behind Glow, watch the documentary as well. Yeah, I'll have to look for that. It is definitely it's definitely worth watching. Mm-hmm. There, there's some moments at the end that'll just choke you up. But oh. <laughs> But you won't be judged for it. <laughs> if you're watching it by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not watching it by if you're not watching it by yourself, you will be judged. Because I am <laughs> the law. Eh, what else is new? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a transition, son. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, there's some information that came out about the n- the new Judge Dredd show coming out called Judge Dredd Mega City One. <laughs> the opening line: Ignore the timeline that puts Judge Dredd Mega City One two years away from enjoyment, <laughs> and focus on the fact focus on the fact that it will be a futuristic dark fantasy, which um, is what it should be, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, executive producer and Rebellion CEO Jason Kingsley told SFX Magazine that the soon-to-be-produced episodical will be something unlike either of the film adaptations and focus more on storytelling and specifically the darker side of the fantasy spectrum. Uh, dark Ooh. fantasy <laughs> dark fantasy elements are one area that would be great to explore, he said. The show will combine the macabre with the 
insane and the lighthearted, which is interesting. It's a big place, after all, with 400 million stories to tell. Long-form storytelling makes showing Mega City 1 and its inhabitants much easier. Trying to fit all of that into a two-hour movie is very hard. Uh, it was then quick to add that fans should not expect this version anytime soon. My best guess is that it is at least two years away. Uh, there's still no casting news. This is supposed to go to Netflix, though, right? I believe so, yeah. So, if they're going dark and macabre and stuff, then that leads me to wonder and hope that they will possibly have Judge Death in there. And if you guys are not familiar with Judge Death, he is uh, he comes from another dimension, and he's like an evil version of Judge Dredd. <clears throat> he's kind of like, sort of like a member of the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, but as a judge. And there's, there were like three others that came with him. That I can't remember offhand, but I would love to see that. That would be awesome. Yeah. Does he wear a goatee? Is the evil version like Spock? <laughs> no. So tell him apart. <laughs> no, he's more like a walking death. Oh, almost like a. He looks like a dead, decrepit creature. It's good stuff. I'm telling you, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> So I would love to see it. I'm I'm very excited for this, and it does suck that it's going to be two years at yeah. least. Yeah. I want more. I want more dread. I would love at to see more positive dread. positive that it's going to Netflix. They seem to do the, know what they're doing. I would love it. A lot of people would love it if they would get Carl Urban to do the show. And I believe he said he would love to do it. He, he but we'll see what happens. Yeah, he, he wants to continue the role in some form or fashion. Carl Urban is awesome. I love yeah. Carl Urban. He needs I a show. I don't mind saying it. I got a romantic crush on Carl Urban. <laughs> I've been loving the show. No, he was that he did with the uh, Android. Yeah, almost human. Yeah, I don't think He's they awesome. gave that enough of really a chance. Is. Yeah. No. Love his uh, bones. Yeah, so awesome. So awesome. Well, give him a show, dang it. Yeah. Speaking of good, good, good. I was going to say, speaking of giving them shows, and that's awesome. uh, Kevin Bacon says Tremors is going to be coming as a series to sci fi. Now, I'm going to ask you guys have you guys noticed sci fi has changed their logo yet again? No, I have not. I can't name one show that I watch on sci fi. Go hit, go hit sci-fi.com, S-Y-F-Y. I still hate that. Yeah, I do too. The only thing I watch on sci-fi is Face Off. Uh, I think that's about the only thing I watch on sci-fi as well. Although, I have kind of wanted to check out some of the other stuff, but... This took me to a Roku site. I don't think it's the right site. Maybe it's Sci-Fi Network? I would help if I, uh, yeah, because it's sci-fi aware, it's sci-fi.com. Well, anyhow, um, according to Kevin Bacon, we're going to do a pilot for sci-fi. It's the only character I ever played that was interested in exploring 25 years later. It, Tremors, is a really good movie. I don't want to go back and watch my movies because... We were doing this one, and I had to go back and look at it. It's just the idea of this loser who is living a very ordinary life and has an extraordinary experience with these monsters and becomes, for the moment, a hero. Uh, Bacon is currently headlining the Amazon comedy series I Love Dick. 
and previously starred in three seasons oh, of yeah. Fox's <laughs> psychological thriller, The Following. My wife watched The Following. It's uh, not what you think it is. I guess I've never actually seen it, but um, I don't think that's what we're laughing about. Um, the plans for the Tremors TV series hail from Universal Cable Productions and Blumhouse Productions. Uh, Andrew Miller, creator of the CW Secret Circle, uh, who's attached to the script. Uh, plot details have not been revealed yet, but appears that the new Tremors TV series will maintain continuity with at least the first film in the franchise and will return the story setting to Perfection Nevada. Um I think Kevin Bacon does pretty good stuff, at least on. Yeah. He's had some yeah. good shows on uh, TV. He's in Patriots. Did, uh, is he? Oh, yeah. that's right, he is, yeah. Yeah, yeah we joked. Uh, uh, here, here's the bacon for Wahlburger. Uh, <laughs> wasn't um, uh, the dad from Family Ties in Tremors? Michael yes, Gross. Yes, I believe he was. Yes. yes, yeah. Michael Gross was the only actor to appear in all five movies. There was five. Five movies. <laughs> Tremors. <laughs> Tremors, the big, the big screen sequel, Tremors 2, Aftershocks. A direct-to-home sequel, Tremors, Back to Perfection. Uh, followed by another direct-to-home video prequel, Tremors 4, The Legend Begins. Oh, jeez. And then, well, that was in 2004. In 2003, we saw a launch of a of a first short-lived Tremors TV series, which I don't remember. I well, watched it, in which case it would have been canceled even quicker. quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 2015 saw a fifth direct-to-home video sequel, Tremors 5, Bloodlines, which I have not seen Bloodlines yet. Wow. So... <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. What are you trying to say? Uh, nothing. <laughs> he even produced that uh, show that his wife was on, The Closer. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that did really well, too. He won a lot of awards, things like that. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I don't know if this is important, but Fast and Furious 9, um, which I thought 8 was the last one. Well, oh, it no. might be. It might be it might be the last one for Michelle Rodriguez as she's threatening to quit Fast and Furious Nine. Oh no, she's she's head case. She she her her as a quote she wrote somewhere. Um, F eight is digital is out digital digitally today. I hope they decide to show some love to the women of the franchise on the next one. Or I might have to say goodbye to a loved franchise. It's been a good ride, and I'm grateful for the opportunity the fans and the studio have provided over the years. One love. Isn't the movie about the the male characters? Well, yeah. Or Vin Diesel. I've never actually seen any of them, so I can't. Most of it revolves around – the majority of it revolved originally around um, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker before, yeah. before he went splat. Oh, too soon. Man. So, so, uh, I mean, Gal Gadot, who was in it, Helen Mirren, Charlize Theron, and Elsa Pataki were, were featured in the movie. They, but once you started adding Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham, I mean, some of the other supporting cast who were male didn't get as much presence either. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, when you, when you look at the cover, 
Vin Diesel's the, is the biggest on on the cover. Then The Rock. And I think Gal Gadot. And then you have three others. It's either Gal Gadot or it's uh, Michelle Rodriguez. I can't tell without blowing this up. But you don't have the full cast on there. So, I mean, at this point in time, yeah, focus. Focus on them. But, you know, what do you do? Do you do? What do you uh... do? <laughs> I'm happy to say that I've been able to avoid every single one of the franchise. So I've seen the first one, and that was enough for me. <laughs> I have watched, I think, through seven. I have not seen the new one yet. So my friend is a big uh, fan of The Rock, and he was, uh, I guess, Vin Diesel beat up his character in one of the in one of the movies, and he's like, "There's no way that would happen." <laughs> <laughs> it's like The Rock would break him in half. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is true <laughs> somebody is just a little too involved okay so yeah so i guess there's a lot of uh angst i guess you could call it on the uh press circuit when they were doing the press for the last one yep mm. uh this just in ron howard is making han solo mexican or latino and will be known as juan solo what up, up? Hi, welcome to another episode of We Begin. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Wait. We're, we'll we're be just, here all night. We're just starting the show, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, I think we just ended it. <laughs> yeah. Are, are we going out that way? <laughs> Don't answer that question. So, um, yeah. That was a packed week. It It was. It, re- it really was. It's an uh, interesting week. Mm-hmm. Be keeping our eyes on the uh, Han Solo predicament. I hope they do this right. So yeah. I'm so disappointed. I know. That's, I, yeah. So at this point in time, what would you guys want to see as the second, uh, the, the next, I won't say second, the next, uh, what should we call it, um, Star Wars story film, or anthology story? Yeah, standalone um, works too. Probably Obi Wan. I would prefer to see Obi Wan. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I. What one would you never want to see? Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> yes, I think we could all agree on that. <laughs> uh, me, I don't think I want Boba Fett. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of in the middle with that one. Part of me wants to see that, and part of me doesn't. I mean, he's not even a developed character. Seen for like ten minutes on screen time. Oh, they could develop him. Yeah, that'd be one thing. True, true. I'd like to see some of the extended universe, like uh, Mara Jade or something like that. That would be good. That'd be cool. That, yeah, that would mean making her canon. Yeah, yeah. that would, would mean that uh, Luke has a wife for the kids somewhere. <laughs> true. That's not. That's not Ray. I wouldn't mind seeing. Um, I. I don't think I want to see Yoda unless they go. Yeah. Um, Unless they happen to go, um, shoot, pre-Old Republic. Mm-hmm. So I think the story, the standalone story that they've done in uh, the Star Wars comics has been good. I don't know how they translate to a movie or how good it would be. Uh, yeah. Plus a lot of too much CGI. See, I... All right, I'm going to pose this question. I don't... I don't... I believe part of this theory, but I don't believe I, I, I don't believe all of it. Tom Holland has confirmed that a young Peter Parker appeared in Iron Man 2. Oh, it's, yeah. It's been talked about. 
And that's one that most people have been saying that as an urban, quote unquote, urban myth anyway. That, oh yeah, that was, that was Peter Parker. Especially after Civil War when they're going, you know, yeah, we could, we could place him there. Um, Tom Holland has confirmed that a young Peter Parker appeared in Iron Man 2. He was the Iron Man fan who was brave enough to stand up to one of the rogue hammer drones while at, at the Queen's Stark Expo. Now, someone was saying that um, Tom Holland was the actor playing that role. I'm like, no, that's the one I don't buy. Because mm-hmm. he's... And, and supposedly... Uh, Kevin Feige has confirmed that this is true. Oh, wow. So. I wonder if that was supposedly planned or if he was just in it. They decided, hey, he's, he'd be good for Peter Parker. I don't know if it was actually Peter Parker when he was actually in the Iron Man 2 or if he was just like a random kid then. Well, I, I, think, mm. I think everyone was saying at the time, oh, this would be so cool if it was Peter Parker. That should be Peter Parker. You know, especially if they're going, wow. hey, Peter is, you know, with all the rumors that Peter was going to be younger. And that they were going to go back and start off with the uh, um, a high schoolish time period for, for Peter. Yeah, you know, that, that was back then. Um, so it would have had to be pre-bite then. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say two. Uh, I forgot about this story as well. We talked about it briefly during the celebration um, wrap up that there's going to be a series coming to YouTube and then eventually to uh, to Disney Channel called Forces of Destiny. Uh, yeah. It launches on YouTube on Monday, June uh, July 3rd, and it'll be out on uh, on the Disney Channel. Then it airs on the Disney Channel um, July 9th. So, uh, I'm going to be curious to see what it's like. Uh, I know my daughter's super interested, and she's already wanting the the, the action dolls that come with it <laughs> that are being made for the series. No, these things are cool. We all know, like, the Disney princess dolls. They only move at the shoulder and at the hips and then the head. You know, you can roll the head around. These are um, – let me double-check this for – Wrist, elbow, knees, uh, I think the feet, shoulders, hips, and and the head all move. So I mean they they are a full full size action action doll. <laughs> it is one way I would put it. So um so yeah. So that that comes out. Uh, you'll hear us talk about that more over on uh, Wookie Radio in the next couple of weeks. I'm kind of interested in watching nice. this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the art seems a little cheesy initially, but it's, I think it's going to be fun. Mm. Um, I I know already. Um, Zoe wants to pick up Sabine and and Ray first, but I know there's others coming. And Lord knows what they're going to be and what she wants. <laughs> so, um, I want to say there were others. Oh, yeah, there's a uh, Jen Urso and Hoth Leia coming as well. I know she. I know she wants the Jen, the Ray, and the Sabine. 
eventually she wants them all, but it's her time's going to have to come a little at a time because mm-hmm. it's not all happening at once. Mm. Now, so. Sabine would be an interesting character to see a movie about. Yeah. A Mandalorian. Yeah, actually, that would be kind of interesting. Could be. I wouldn't mind seeing... Um, but, you know, I thought about, too, what about Ahsoka after she's left it? You know, like, maybe oh, two, yeah. Oh, yeah. two to five years after she's left the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. What would that be like? What What could that be about? She's great. Um, why does it have to be a a um, a hero piece? Why not Assange Ventress? How does she come about? Mm. Mm-hmm. Or 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 the whole Dooku tell with Ventress and and Grievous? How did Grievous come about into that form? I mean, we hear stories. I think I was touched briefly in in the Dark Horse series about. Uh, about he came about how he came about, but why not just go ahead and go into it? Yeah. So it's just things that make you go, What? <laughs> mm-hmm. So any other final thoughts? I think we about covered it. Uh, I think so. Well then, on that note, there's only one thing left to be said. Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.